maybe he's got a connection to her I need to meet her one day and I want to get a picture with her turns out she's his ex oh no <laughs> I know and he was like uh, I just like I have her number but like but no like, oh, I'm not gonna do that and I was like oh okay that's really awkward <laughs> On the podcast this week, we have Scottish pop star and social media sensation, Nina Nesbitt. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Nina Nesbitt, welcome to the podcast. Hello, thank you for having me. Lovely to see you. How are things? They're good, yeah. I've been busy putting a new song out. Um, I've been driving, actually, around the country, visiting um, people's houses that listen to my music randomly. So, uh, yeah, I was turning up at strangers' houses last week um, to play them my new song before it came out. So I've been very busy, been on a bit of a road trip. Road trip, I love that. I'm guessing they all like the song, because that would be awkward, wouldn't it? You've driven all the way there and they're like, oh, you know what, not sure on this one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I chose people that I kind of recognise, you know, their face from gigs or or like online for a while. So, yeah, it was good. They all liked it, thankfully, because that would have been very awkward. Um, Yeah, it went well. Do you have that kind of relationship with your fans? I guess because like you've been making music for a while, you there must be ones that you get to know, like you say, see you recognize their face from gigs or you recognize their usernames from from kind of always popping up on socials and stuff. Like you feel quite close to your fans in that way. Yeah, I do. I do feel like it's almost like a little community. Um, and at gigs as well, I almost always recognize the front row wherever I am because people seem to return, which is lovely. Um, and I guess because I've been doing it for so long, like I've actually seen people grow up, which is pretty wild. Um, yeah, it's nice. Let's talk about this new track then, When You Lose Someone. So for people that haven't already been streaming it and streaming it some more, um, tell yeah. us the kind of story behind this one. Um, it's quite sad, <laughs> but I probably guess by the title. And um, well, last year I put out, you know, happier songs. And then I was like, do you know what? I'm going to go back to what I think I do best which is sad ballads and um, the song's basically about losing someone it's pretty um, kind of what it says on the tin but for me it was a kind of personal experience I was like I don't even know how to write about this and I don't know if I want to write about this but I knew that other people would have the same feeling but maybe not necessarily the same situation so um, for me it was like trying to find words that describe the feeling of loss or grief and I know there's so many different 
levels of grief there's like you know if someone passes away or heartbreak or losing touch with a friend or a pet dying like there's literally so many different areas so I was like how do I write about this subject so I try to keep it as open as possible so people can take whatever they want but it's basically from like the point of view of losing someone yeah oh my god so many people are gonna like resonate with that though like you say because it's really personal to you yet other people can read into it what they want so. like, yeah and be yeah. and be a nice comfort to people I love yeah. that and it feels like people are like so ready for your new stuff because things kind of exploded after your like second album didn't they you know you were in the like the TikTok top 50 Summer Fling I felt like was genuinely everywhere I mean in a good way I'm a fan of the music yeah. so I didn't mind but yeah it really felt like there was so much momentum yeah um yeah I feel really lucky to have I've had that support um and also I kind of just went on TikTok for a laugh during lockdown and then the videos just started getting millions of views and I was like why are my videos going viral I don't really know but I'll just (laughs) continue doing this so that was really good because I feel like a lot of people discovered my music through that and now people when they come up to me they go are you that girl off TikTok instead of oh are you like the singer which is pretty crazy um but it's led a lot of people to my music so that's good um but yeah it feels like a good time to get some new stuff out oh, absolutely uh, I was looking you up earlier obviously that's what this podcast oh, is God. all about searching you we've been going deep on Nina Nes, but we found loads <laughs> of stuff your first EP came out in 2012 is that right 2000 actually see this this is the thing with Google a lot of it is not accurate including my wikipedia page because people like to go and change things so i will i will tell you i released my first ep in 2011 actually 2011 okay so it's still been a long time making music hasn't it yeah but the first one was a live take ep so it wasn't like you know proper production or anything but yeah there's still some people now that are like i remember the first ep that you put out i remember a song called nose rings and shoe strings and all this and I'm like that is wild it's literally been 11 are we in 2022 yeah we I think are. we are <laughs> I don't know like, I just don't know any are we I don't know time anymore because of the last couple of years but it is 2022 does it wow. feel like you've been in the industry for that long or has it gone really quickly it, it hasn't it hasn't because when mm. I look back I feel like I've gone through so many different sounds and like even just the way I look, hairstyles, hair colours, and also just the way the industry was. When I started, it was all about getting in the iTunes top 10. And oh, now of course. and now it's like trying to go viral on TikTok. And then there was like, oh, trying to get your song on Spotify playlists or Apple playlists. And then there was like the YouTube cover era. Like I've been through so many different eras. Um, so it's really interesting to have seen the industry change so much and how fast it changes as well. It's kind of overwhelming at times. So looking back at that time, like what are your favourite moments since you've been putting music out into the world? Is there anything that like really stands out? Oh, so many moments. Um, probably in the beginning, it was amazing getting to kind of just leave school and go straight into doing music. I feel really lucky that I got to do that. And it was a bit of a crash course into the industry and I was kind of having to learn on the job as such but I think um getting to play like tea in the park when all my mates had booked tickets to go and they were all there and it was just so cool getting to play 
it's like a tent of like 10,000 people I remember and that was my first big festival show I'll never forget that and then probably more recently putting out the last album just getting to make a independently make an album and you know not have anyone waiting for it but like really give it another go because I was on a major label before and then I got dropped I did songwriting for a bit and then I was like no I'm going to make an album that I love I want to make an album I'm proud of and I feel really proud to have done that and then also got to tour the world for that one so we did like Australia New Zealand we did Singapore America like five times and just so lucky to have seen these places because I'm like if I didn't do music probably wouldn't have been to Alabama or you know places that you wouldn't necessarily go to um so yeah probably that that was pretty cool and are you working on the third album right now then give us a little bit of yes. juice on it not too many spoilers because I'm sure that I'll get in trouble <laughs> but what what can you tell us uh, I can tell you I'm working on it um do you know a lot of it was done pre-covid and then oh, okay. everyone, everyone was like let's wait let's wait the world will be back to normal in a few months and then obviously it just didn't quite go back to normal so time just kept going on and on and I was like I don't know about you but I feel like I'm literally coming out of this pandemic a different person oh yeah like it, I feel like I've changed so much I feel like I've grown up a lot obviously you grow up a lot between like 24 25 and 26 27 it's like a bit of a different age and I don't know it's just like a lot of the album like half of it I listened to and I was like I still love this and I think I'll still love this in five ten years but then other ones I was like I just don't relate to this anymore so I kind of went a little bit back to the drawing board um at the end of last year and I just want to make sure it's right because obviously once you put it out it's out there forever and Mm -hmm. I just want to feel as proud of this one as I did the last one um so yeah it's getting there I'd say it's probably like 80% done but it's just finishing it off and I do feel like I could go on forever it's I need someone to give me a deadline <laughs> okay we're giving you the deadline of please put it out by the end of the year is that all right yeah uh, yeah done <laughs> <laughs> done deal okay Nina it's time to get to the crux of the podcast now so let me explain how the rest of today is going to work we've basically been through the internet and we found a list, quite a long list of stuff that people are searching about you. It's time for you to face the celebrity search engine and reveal the answers that the people want to know. Are you ready? Should we do this? I'm ready. I'm, ready. <laughs> I'm <Okay>. nervous. <laughs> I hate Googling myself. <laughs> I never do it. <laughs> We are going to start with what happens when we type in Nina Nesbitt and the word who. Who is Nina Nesbitt? Who are you? Please explain yourself to begin the who podcast. Who am I? Oh, well, I am a girl from Scotland. Um, I'm half Swedish. I grew up in Livingston, which is sort of in between Edinburgh and Glasgow. And then I moved to a village called Balerno, which no one's heard of. And I went to high school there. I'm a singer, I'm a songwriter and a producer and a part-time TikToker. (laughs) And what else? I've been in the music industry, as we said, for over a decade. I um, have two dogs. I have a boyfriend and I live in a field. 
You live in a field? I live in a field. A house in a field. Oh, right. Absolutely. <laughs> Not just in a field. I was going to say, I was like, this field looks really nice. Uh, <laughs> the next search is, is quite a random one. Who is Nina Nesbitt's father? I mean, is he famous or is he just a popular man? Do you know what the interesting thing is? I've had a lot of speculation about this. Um, and I've had Rabsi Nesbitt. I don't know if you've seen the TV show. He's basically, I think he's maybe an alcoholic and he wears like a string vest and a sweatband around his head. And he's a fictional character. I dressed up as him for Halloween. Um, Excellent. But a lot of people seem to think that's my dad. And I'm like, first of all, he's not real. And second of all, I'm slightly offended. (laughs) Um, And secondly, people also think that my dad is James Nesbitt, the actor. Oh, okay. I see that. And you know, the weird thing is my family on that side are Irish. I think he might be Northern Irish. Yeah. But whenever I go to Northern Ireland, they tell me, oh, Nesbitt's a Northern Irish. Irish name you must be Northern Irish and when I look at James Nesbitt I'm like you look like my family like you actually look like them so I want to go and who do you think you are and find this out but anyway (laughs) no he's not famous is what I'm trying to say (laughs) you could be though distantly related to James Nesbitt I feel like I am yeah I need to get to the bottom of it we do we'll investigate quite a cool connection to have I think yeah uh, this is where the like kind of nosiness of the internet creeps in a little bit. Uh, who is Nina Nesbitt dating? Um, I am dating. It feels weird to say dating because we've been dating's a bit is such years. an old. Also, dating <laughs> such an old-fashioned word, isn't it? Like, yeah. who are you courting? <laughs> He's courting me. <laughs> um, I am dating a man called Mike Juice, and I, do you know I first went out with him when I was eighteen for like I don't know like eight months or something and then we broke up I had my little single phase I had a good time for two years and then we got back together when I was 21 yeah that makes sense and yeah we've been together for six years now so it was obviously meant to be were you a fan of his band Lower Than Atlantis before you guys met or not do you know what the weird thing is, right? I'm honestly, hold my hands up, not into that type of music, but I do actually like a lot of his songs and I think he's great. But the weird thing is when I was, I think I, I think I just turned 17 maybe. And I went, was that, or 16 even. I was really young and I was on YouTube. And I had managers at the time and they managed a band called Pegasus Bridge. They're from Manchester. And I went to their gig and they were on a bill with Lower Than Atlantis. But I didn't like, honestly, I walked in and Mike, like, he's, he's quite the front man. He was shouting at everyone. He's like, get down on the floor, get down on the floor. And does this thing for anyone that doesn't know, it's like really like heavy rock music. And everyone like jumps up. And I was really scared because I was like, oh my God, he's shouting at me to get down on the floor. Who is this crazy man? And I remember like he had like wet hair and like a long sleeve, like rock like t-shirt on and I was like this man's terrifying who is he and then like I didn't even think anything of it but I think we even like brushed shoulders in the dressing room but not in like just didn't even say hello didn't even acknowledge him didn't think anything of it thought he was terrifying and then we bumped into each other because we were on the same label when I was 18 and then I kind of was like I feel like I've seen this man before and then it all made sense and we went out he asked me out (laughs) 
And you were like, he's not actually that scary. He's all right. I was you know? like, yeah, he's such, he's such a gentle giant, but don't tell anyone I told you that. So I was like Googling the two of your names just to see if you know there was like any cute photos of the two of you together or like any juicy stories. I didn't really get that. The first thing that comes up is this article that says, Nina Nesbitt joked, writing songs is like doing a fart. If you have to force it, it's probably shit. And apparently that is advice from Mike. That is golden advice. I think that's great. I think that applies to anything in life. And he Mm. told me that a few years ago and it's just stuck with me. Like I do bring that everywhere with me in life because if something feels really forced, it is probably shit. Do you know what I mean? Like if you have (laughs) to make that much of an effort and it doesn't come naturally. Another thing was like a Jimmy Carr quote where he was saying, I can't remember what it was, but it was something like play your strengths, like pick the thing you're good at and like become better at that instead of, if you're shit at maths, like don't then try and become good at maths, pick the thing you're good at. And I was like, yeah. So that is sort of the same thing in a less eloquent way. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I stand by that. I rate that. <laughs> okay, let's mix up those letters. We are moving from the who's to the how's. Now, this one is a, is a blast from the past. So I imagine this would have been people searching it way back when. How did Nina and Ed Sheeran break up? God, that was like 10 years ago. So I'm really racking my brains. Uh... That is so long ago, isn't it? Don't know. <laughs> I actually can't remember. Just like, sorry, mate, we're done. Yeah, I feel like... Um... Do you know, I actually don't know, but I remember I was like proper heartbroken and it was really bad. But yeah, I, I can't actually remember. <laughs> I feel like it was just like a, a normal breakup. Nothing too dramatic. All right. Nothing, nothing dramatic. Now we're on to the million dollar question. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How much is Nina Nesbitt worth? I mean, I'll tell you what the internet says and you can just give me an acknowledgement of if it's <laughs> vaguely right or not. I mean, the internet says one million pounds. Do you reckon? More. <laughs> no. <laughs> At least he never tells. <laughs> it's true. It's true, isn't it? No one likes talking about money, but... Uh, I do you know what? I actually don't know how much money I've got because it just stresses me out. Like, I just don't like to think about it. I never, I never check. I don't know. I don't have a final figure for you, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know. We need it down to the last penny. No, I'm only joking. What would you say though? A billion been, pounds. Oh, a billion. All right. What's <laughs> been your um, most wild or like eccentric purchase? Like, what do you look back and you're like, God, I can't believe I spent so much money on that. Do you know, recently I had really, really bad skin last year and I, I don't know if it's from stress or hormones or whatever. I bought this um, LED face mask. So, you know, if you go for a facial at a really fancy place, they'll do like the red light therapy or the blue light therapy and it's meant to heal your face. I did splash out on that and I got... um. I got the mask and it lights up and stuff and it was really expensive, but it was worth it because it does work. So I don't yeah, regret that's amazing. It. I want one of I, those. Yeah. Do you know, during lockdown, my favorite thing was to just go on Amazon and buy 
things to like fill the void of my life not being same um but it'd always be really weird things like a foot warmer or, or something like that <laughs> yeah probably I love doing that I love doing that on Amazon because yeah you just kind of like order something just to feel something because it was locked down and yeah. it turns up the next day and you're like I don't even really remember what this is let's <laughs> let's see literally yeah it was nice it was it was like Christmas yeah very of its time Next, we're going to move on to the autofill suggestions. So this is obviously what else comes up when people put your name into a search engine. Uh, Mm -hmm. Nina Nesbitt, Miranda Cosgrove. Now, when I first (laughs) saw this, I was like, what? What is this? But you've got mistaken for her a few times, right? Yeah, so many times. Like whenever I post a TikTok, people are always saying, you look like Miranda Cosgrove. I thought this was Miranda Cosgrove. And so much so that when I was on a radio tour in America, this radio interview person, presenter, that's the word, <laughs> this radio presenter, she was like, how does it feel to have a, it was like a platinum album or something like that. And I was like, what? Platinum album? Me? And then I was like, oh, yeah, great, I guess. I was like, go along with it. Fake it till you make it. And she Own was it. like, um, yeah, your album Sparks Fly. And I was like, Sparks Fly. And then I found out it was Miranda Cosgrove's album. So I'm like, did she Stop. think I was Miranda? I don't know. I still don't know to this day. I feel like I I couldn't see it. But then I think that's just because I sort of know you and your music and I've followed you, so I can't see it. But now, now that I've seen that as a search, you can't unsee it. You are actually quite similar. I know we are. I know. <laughs> I, I do see it, especially when I had dark hair. I got it all the time. But um, yeah, I would like to. Do you know, I went on the Zach Sang show. Do you know Zach Sang? The big American like, show. Yeah, he's um, just like radio and TV and stuff in America. But anyway, and I was telling him because I thought maybe he's got a connection to her. I need to meet her one day and I want to get a picture with her. And um, turns out she's his ex. <laughs> Oh no! I know, and he was like, uh, "I just like I have her number, but like, but no, probably like, oh, not going to do that." And I was like, "Oh, okay, that's really awkward." But one day, I will get to the bottom of it. Yeah, the internet again. Wants James that. Nesbitt and Miranda Cosgrove. I'm telling you, yeah, we're related somewhere. Oh my god, you need to do a music video where you're all in it. I mean. Yeah. <sighs> Minds would be blown all around the world, wouldn't they? <laughs> do you reckon maybe an appearance on like iCarly is on the cards? Her show? Do you think you but, could? Do you know get I've involved? never seen it? I've never seen iCarly um, because we didn't have was it on Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon, yeah. We didn't have Nickelodeon. We didn't have that channel, so I didn't know what it was. And then I got, oh, you look like iCarly, and I was like, who is what? that? But who knows? Maybe, yeah. One day. Would you like One to do day. some acting? Is that like something on your list or not really? I don't think I can act, but my manager thinks I can. But I'm like, are you just saying that? I don't know. I don't know. I've auditioned for like a couple things and always been really mortified about it. So <laughs> again, like if you have to force it, it's probably shit. But I don't know if it was the right role, I think. But I really don't know. I, I think it's like, you know when singers have a bit of a profile and they're like, oh, I'm going to be in this film. And it's like, no, but 
you can't act do you know what I mean yeah 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 <laughs> not being horrible but I think like you've got to know your strengths and I wouldn't want to just do something because I was a singer or you know vice versa I think you've got to stick to what you're good at I don't if, know if it's acting <laughs> so if you weren't a musician like what do you think you would be doing do you know I guess you kind of left school and then you're like hey I'm, I'm doing music honestly so. it scares me because I don't have a clue what else I'd do when I was younger I wanted to do um criminology but then okay. I did jury duty and I was terrified of the criminal honestly I was terrified so and I hate confrontation so anything to do with like yeah I was looking at the lawyers thinking oh no I couldn't do that I used to want to be a lawyer when I was a kid as well I was like oh no 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 couldn't couldn't be dealing with that so yeah I don't know I really don't know I think I'd like to have a dog daycare center oh don't that'd be so much fun wouldn't it there's an Instagram account I follow actually and they literally just post cute dogs every day that they that have come into their salon and it's just it's very wholesome what a job quite nice I I think just something stress-free that would just you know pay the bills I could just live a nice life. Also, this literally perfectly segues onto the next search and the most important search here, if I'm honest. Nina Nesbitt, dog. People want the facts really? about but you've got you've got two dogs now, I've learned. I only but I only knew you had one. She is a new addition to the family. Um yes, yeah, so I've got one called Timmy. He is snoring at the window currently. He's a Pomeranian. He's a little bit overweight, but he's beautiful. And he just sleeps all day, he just chills. Like he's just, he hates everyone, hates dogs, hates humans. Um, yeah, he's a right character. And then we've got this one, Daphne. Um, Daphne, what a great name. I know Daphne, Timmy and Daphne. And um, yeah, she's a little bit of a diva. She's a, uh, yeah. She's loving life. You can see her here. <laughs> oh, she looks a bit startled. Hi, Daphne. She's very confused. I'm friendly. <laughs> <laughs> this is another search that actually had me laughing just because out of context, it sounds so ridiculous. Nina Nesbitt, Ed Sheeran drunk. Like, I thought it was going to be loads of photos of you, like, oi, oi, <laughs> out on the set. Wild but, night out. Yeah, but it's because you were in the video for his song, Drunk, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's like one of the first things I did. He, I think I was like going to go on tour with him or something. And then he was like, oh, do you want to be in my music video? It has cats in it. And I was like, say no say more. No more. <laughs> say no more. But I did learn on that video shoot, never work with animals because obviously they have their own little thing going on. And they were very unruly. I think they were like famous cats that had been in other movies and stuff. So I was like, wow, like, I didn't know you could even train cats. I bet they were going to be so well behaved, but they were having none of it. So that was a, a lesson learned. That's when you were like, I'm a dog person over cats. <laughs> Do you know, what? I'm actually like a massive cat person, but these dogs have, have, uh, have changed me. Oh, look at Jesus. them. Stop! It's time for a quick ad break now. Nina and I are off to create a girl band. She's going to do the singing, the songwriting, play all the instruments. Yeah, she's going to do everything while I just reap the rewards. Back in a bit. 
Hello, sorry to interrupt your podcast. We didn't do that. It's just been magically done for us. We do a podcast, which I think you might like if you like this podcast. Our podcast is called The A to Z of Men with me, Chris Brooks. And me, Scott Robinson. And what's the podcast about, Scott? I mean, what we're doing really is giving you an insight, a delve into the male mind. We're going through the alphabet letter by letter. I submit a word. Chris submits a word and we battle it out to see what word goes in to the A to Z of men. And you can get us wherever you get your podcast from. Just search for the A to Z of men. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Okay, so that means the autofill search is done, and the final part of the podcast is called Internet Tombola. Essentially, it's a big, like massive lucky dip of the World Wide Web to find out what people have been posting about you. So let's give the wheel a spin and see what it lands on. It stopped on Instagram, and in particular, it's a highlight from 89 weeks ago titled Cut My Fringe. Now, if no one has seen this, <laughs> they really need to go and watch it, don't they? Because the the style is, is quite something. It, it kind yeah. of ended up being a little bit well, very actually, Joe Exotic, which I'm guessing wasn't, wasn't the aim. <laughs> Funnily enough, it wasn't the aim. Um, <laughs> the style icon that I was looking at was Audrey Hepburn. You know, she has that little wispy fringe. Oh, yeah, she does actually, yeah. She does, yeah. I uh, didn't quite... I got to the point where I was like, I need to feel something. I'm going to cut a fringe. And it was like proper mid-lockdown. I was really bored and I always do this when I'm bored I cut a fringe and yeah it was it was bad it wasn't like oh just like cute bangs as the Americans would say it was horrific absolutely horrific and I was watching Tiger King at the time and I was like oh my god I look like him so yeah you can view that I was like I have to upload this this will this will give people a laugh at least 
So yeah, made yeah. great content. Yeah, I can't lie. It, it had me howling. It's grown out though. So oh yeah, it yeah. grew out so quickly. Oh, that's lucky. Can you imagine really if it just, your hair just had to stop growing? You'd be like, right, okay, let's uh, <laughs> let's stick with this then. <laughs> I know the worst thing was, I was like, this is so bad. I'm going to have to dye it a colour as well. So I dyed it pink. So it was just, yeah, the most ridiculous looking thing that I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is stopped on headlines. This is one from the Daily Record from pretty recently, actually, October 2021. Scott's Nina Nesbitt becomes avatar to perform at Virtual Metaverse Festival. I am like so fascinated by like this metaverse stuff and NFTs and all of that. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't fully understand it, but I'm interested in it and like where it's heading. So tell us about like this performance. Like how do they even make you into an avatar? How does that work? So yeah, I honestly was on the same page, didn't really know too much about it, but was interested. And I got asked if I wanted to do it, and I was like why not sign me up so it took three days firstly you go in and they put this headset on you and it has two cameras like really close to your eyes with lights shining into your eyes it's quite intense and then they draw with eyeliner dots all over your face and they basically track your movement you have to say like I think you speak the whole alphabet and then you say sentences so they can like form like a speech I don't know oh, wow. I was like what's happening and then you have to make funny faces so that your avatar can like replicate your movements and then they do they put you in a suit it's called a mocap suit I think and it has sensors on it and there's like loads of cameras in the ceiling all over the ceiling and they're all tracking your movement so you can like stand like that and then they turn you into this 3d character Amazing. and you can move and you're like moving in real time as an avatar on the like screen it's so weird wow. so so weird but so cool but it took a long time and I had to pre-record all the audio first for the gig as if I was like live so I was in this room like pretending I was on stage <laughs> looking out at the field I was like it's like I'm at a festival that no one's turned up for um <laughs> and then yeah and then like mime to that as the avatar it was really weird but they were like get the energy up you've got a crowd and I'm like oh I'm on a green screen in a suit like this is so bizarre um but it was a really cool experience oh my god did you were you pleased with how your avatar turned out you were like yes yeah they I did great. do some like I did do some adjustments they sent me it and I was like can you make the tits bigger and <laughs> also my bum like just you know accentuate it a little bit so they did I mean, do why a, few not? Little, a few little tweaks. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah, it was great. Loved it. Oh, I love that. I want an avatar. I'm sure everyone listening wants an avatar as well. That is probably the way the world's heading though, isn't it? So you know, the weird the weird thing was, they were like, what's your avatar going to wear? And I was like, I don't know, just like jeans and a t-shirt maybe, <laughs> I don't know. And they put me in the outfit from my Life's a Bitch music video. And then I wore these designer metaverse trainers designed and coded by this like 18 year old boy who has made millions off these trainers by selling them to avatars honestly it blew my mind so I was wearing apparently designer trainers for my performance but so, yes yeah, so crazy 
that's a different world, isn't it? So yeah, you were like you were like flexing in the metaverse world. I was flexing, yeah. Yeah, you were out there doing bits. Mm-hmm. Love that. This last one is from Twitter. Uh, the tweet says, Hello, if you are a Taylor Swift fan who has just found out about Nina Nesbitt thanks to Taylor's speech, please stream. The sun will come up, the seasons will change. Very good song choice from them. I think I remember this because Taylor was like at a conference, right? And she was like talking about some of her favorite artists mm-hmm. and then just casually shouts you out. Like, how major was that for you? Like, are you a Swifty? Were you like, I can't believe this has just yeah. happened? Yeah. I. I'm obsessed like she's literally the reason I picked up a guitar when I was 15 I learned all her songs and then that's how I started writing my own but um yeah it was absolutely mental I was I was sleeping because obviously it must have been the time difference I think it was the was it like the billboard woman in music awards or something and she did a speech and then she mentioned like new artists that she thought were great or whatever and my name was in it but Obviously, I wasn't expecting it. I didn't have any pre-warning about it. And my boyfriend, he always gets up so early and I'm like, don't wake me up. Like, I like my sleep. And he was like shaking me. He was like, you need to get up. And I was like, it's, it's major. Dark. Yeah, I was like, it's dark. Like, what are you doing? And he was like, get up. Trust me. He's like, you need to wake up. I had my earplugs in. I was like, what is going on? I was like, this <laughs> better. Like, someone's dying or I've won the lottery or something. Yeah, it better be good. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, Taylor Swift's mentioned you in her speech and I was like what like is this a dream it was so weird and then I went on to Twitter and it was just like thousands of tweets from people being like ah she mentioned you but yeah it was very cool it was a lovely way to wake up (laughs) oh my god have you like hung out with Taylor since I'm guessing you speak every day right yeah we're best friends um no I haven't I haven't but um, she sent me a cardigan for folklore. And oh, that's she sent great! Me a scarf for the red re-release. Um, I think that was in November. So I've been getting a few gifts, which has been lovely. I sent her a Christmas grotto last year to say thanks for the shout out. But um, yeah, loving it. Best friends. When, yeah, when she's in the UK, it'll happen. You need to take her for a night out in Scotland. Can you imagine? I know, I actually think she would be scarred for life if I took her out. <laughs> I think it'd be quite fun, though. <laughs> I, I vote yes. Um, that is it, Nina Nesbitt. Thank you so much. Well done on mm-hmm. completing Celebrity Search Engine. How did you find it? I found it interesting. I feel like I've been taken back through my life. Yeah, and walk I've, down I've memory lane. myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, before we let you go and get on with your day, who would you like to nominate to go through the celebrity search engine experience next maybe a friend of yours or somebody that you would just love to know a bit more juice on let's just drop taylor swift in i've heard she's been taylor waiting swift. to come on this anyway yes so taylor just, swift. you know yeah. i've got a lot of questions we've all got a lot of questions <laughs> you text your, your bezzy and we'll make it happen done hey Thanks, you lovely person, for listening to Celebrity Search Engine. Please hit that subscribe or follow button to make sure you don't ever miss a future episode. There are some great guests coming up on the podcast and you don't want to miss out now, do you? If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, drop us a review and a rating. Five stars? 
please. If you're feeling generous, that would be so greatly appreciated. And let us know in that review or over on social media who you'd like to see on the podcast next. Nina Nesbitt has gone and nominated Taylor Swift. Well, why not? But who would you like to know more on? Let us know. We are at Celeb Search Engine on Instagram. Until next time, everybody, I'm your host, Abby McCarthy, and thanks for using the Celebrity Search Engine. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.